Hey there, and welcome to Sessions, a podcast presented by Matt Black, the creators behind the Shapeshift Report. I'm Micah Haykoop, the Director of Strategy and Culture at Matt Black, and I'm here today with Trace, recording artist now. We um, we were talking earlier about you being a polymath, and you cringed mm-hmm. at that, so I'm going to call yeah. you that just because you. You, you, you used to do some other great stuff. You, I mean, you and I have worked on projects together, too, uh, like in marketing, copywriting, all that. So we're really happy to have you here today. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So we always start with a couple of quote-unquote rapid-fire questions. Um, so right now, Crap. what are you streaming on Netflix? Uh, this, what is it? Strange? Stranger Things. Stranger Things. I, I just started. Okay. I, I love it. Okay. I've heard good things so far. I just need to say my loss of admiration for Winona Ryder has grown. You guys, y- she used to act well, right? <laughs> yes. That's all. Well, Love her still. She used as to a act person. well by like... 80s standards. Oh, of no, what if that was it? That was, I definitely it was, looked up to her. Anyways. You just had less to like. I was so appalled. Listen, I can't like, I, I wasn't around, so I can't judge Winona Ryder. I also don't have You're like, calling me very real. much older. No, no, no. I'm just saying like, I don't have a frame of reference. I hate to say like when someone's like, oh, do you like the Beatles? And I'm like, yeah, like I kind of like right. the Beatles, but I, it's hard for me to appreciate how important they were because I wasn't around for it. And so now I take it for granted. I take Winona Ryder for granted is okay. what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Um, I don't anymore. Yeah, you don't. You don't anymore. Yeah, Stranger um, Things. I would yeah. say. Okay, cool. Yeah. Before that, anything? Anything else? Like, what, like, what was your favorite show on Netflix? You just on Netflix. Um, I would have to say it's super just obvious and typical, but like, what is it? Love. Okay. That was funny. Did you watch that? No, yeah. I didn't. No. Okay. Well, watch yeah. it. It's called Love. Worth which watching. Is weird that it's called Love. Um. Yeah. And then what's that one with Aziz? And sorry, I can't remember anything. Oh, Master of None. Master of None. That was Enjoyed really that. good. Yeah. I was really, I'm excited for the second season of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So second question. Okay. What's your spirit animal? Get a pick. I don't like it. So th- it's the answer. And it's a black cat, mainly because I don't like cats. And they're just so like moody and annoying. And like, why are you here? But I've been told I'm like that as well. Just like, don't look at me. I'm going to leave kind of thing. So moody and annoying. And when you show up to parties, people are like, why? Are you they're here? like, why is she here? Oh, man. And, yeah, and, but, and when did she leave? Because I don't see her anymore. Yeah. And that's just, <laughs> just like yeah, so that's my spirit animal, yeah. I think. Okay, then on a more positive note, then what's your victory song? You know, I was not thinking about this because this wasn't asked before. Um, but I would have to say, what am I listening to that's very happy? I don't listen to happy music very often. Rationale. Have you guys heard of him? No. Um, no. Rationale's awesome. Yeah. And he has a song called Fast Lane. And it's Russia. just like Fastlane. there's like a beat that drops and you're like, oh, my God, this is everything. I'm here. Dude, we, I, I think I need more victory songs in my life because right now, every time something good happens, we're like, OK, we got to put on Can't Tell Me Nothing by Kanye West. Right. Because that's like the that's ultimate. I think absolutely. that's the ultimate victory song. That or you could do like Roar by Katy Perry. Completely oh, yeah. unashamed of or Firework. Songs on them. Firework by oh, Katy Perry. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Absolutely. Come on. Yeah, those three. Yeah. So, so yes. we have that's like we can do a whole victory playlist mm-hmm. with this. With this, cool, awesome. So, I mean, a- easy transition from talking about victory songs and music to going into, I mean, like, tell us about yourself. We've known you from working with you, but you recently transitioned into doing music full yeah. time. So, tell us about that. Sure. Um, I left a magazine in December, Darling Magazine, as the editor, the managing editor, and it was quite (laughs) lovely. It was lovely leaving my job. It was a transition. I moved to LA to work at this job 
to, you know, make money and to live in a city that was in Orange County. So I did that and I came just planning my life accordingly to the magazine. And then something happened. I, I kind of give a lot of credit to the city of Los Angeles because I feel like anyone could do anything here. Um, especially if you have the right people around you, yeah, totally and especially true. if you're just so talented, um, yeah, as I and am. humble yeah. and stuff. So I have always written songs, um, and I've always played them to myself and I've never sang out loud, all that stuff. It's kind of annoying to be like, I just don't know. It just came to me, but my, my, my mom's a singer. So it was in my life growing up. It felt boring. It felt typical and it's expected. So I was just very like, I'm going to do the opposite, which I think was just like, go to my room and like, write. Not sing. And yeah, yeah not right, sing yeah, right, and just sing. write words and not yeah. sing them. So yeah, after three years, I kind of decided to do my own thing. Um, the specific scenario is me at the Grove with a good friend on like our third double IPA. And I heard a song that I like helped a friend sing on just for fun. You know, like one time I sang in a mic and it was awesome. And I heard it and I like passed away because I didn't like what I sounded like. And I hope he doesn't hear this. Love you. Just kidding. That's weird. Um, but and this was like in a restaurant uh, or, where, or the, it was like in headphones. Or it where was, was like, it? you know, in an email sent to me because I heard it because oh. it was like live for the world. And I haven't oh. gone back to it. It's on the interwebs, okay. like, like iTunes under okay. like my real name, which no one will know. Yeah. <laughs> but I... You know, I heard it was lovely, but yeah. it didn't sound like me. So I told my friend, I was like, what is this fake person doing? And she was like, you should see your own stuff. And then I laughed, took another sip of my beer, and I said, okay. And I did a Kickstarter. Wow. Like, how soon, how long did it take you to, to do the Kickstarter I after think that? Probably about like four hours. Wow. So you just like, like, oh, oh no, from that moment. It wasn't like four hours later the Kickstarter was up. Well, the, was- the plan was launched like within the day. Like oh it was like gosh. a weekend and I was like, let's launch it on Monday. And I, it was timing, you know, like yeah. the, I had the right person like on board to produce the tracks, didn't mm-hmm. know what a producer was. And I asked him, do you make music and can you do it with me? And he was like, yeah. And it was just like, cool. Let's just kind of, and I love branding. As we mentioned before, mm-hmm. I love writing and doing copy and, and marketing and stuff. So that was really natural and fun for me to yeah. kind of set that project How, up. How'd the Kickstarter go? I made it. You made it. I succeeded. Yes. It's really fun asking for money from people you don't know. It's more fun asking money um, from people you do know. Yeah. And I'm also lying if you can't tell. And I was really, really so encouraged by it. It's kind of, it's kind of like you sharing something that no one knows about you. And you're like, hey, I want to start, you know, a cafe. That's a weird example. I want to no, say like a works. like a vet school or something. Okay, yeah, I want to go to vet school. Yeah, I want to go. Yeah, I want to. Yeah. Or yeah, I want to go to vet school. And you're like, that's weird. But you know, here's money. And I had people kind of react that way with me with music because they kind of trusted my display of passion. Yeah. And so I'm very thankful for that. And I got that's it. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. So just to backtrack a little bit before we dive mm-hmm. like head first into the music, how do you make that transition from being an editor at Darling Magazine mm-hmm. to that? And so you, so you moved from Orange County. You said. Yeah, we're in Orange I'm, County. I'm from Orange County too, so okay. We have well, to like, well, when I answer this, it's yeah. always from like a very like real place. Yeah, because I wish I was from like like Corona Del Mar. That would be a nice. Part yeah, of Orange County I'm from yeah. Anaheim. Okay, no, oh, I'm from Whittier. Okay, which is next to no one ever knows. Okay, where it is. I, yeah, you're the last, but uh, Whittier is technically the last city in LA County before you hit Orange County. So I'm from right. LA County. 
but right. I'm from the mid- the middle of. I mean, there's there's nothing out there. You're right. Yeah. 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 Except we had Richard Nixon was born in Whittier, so we have a president. That's which is solid. But Anaheim's cool. not like there's a ton of people out there. Like you have a ton of chance of meeting someone from like Anaheim or Fullerton. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah. I guess it's yeah. So you moved? Did you go to college out here? I went to too? college in San Diego. In San Diego. Yeah. Cool. So you move up to LA. Mm-hmm. You take this job. And yes. like, so tell us about. Obviously, you kind of grind through it for a few years. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you make the transition? What were you doing there? And then just deciding, like, oh, I want to head first, go into music versus having this job. Yeah, yeah. I've, it's not really seamless, yeah. though it feels natural. I, you know, I was in charge of content for the magazine. So I was, I found the writers. I worked with all the writers. I edited their work. I made sure that their their words were on par with our theme, that they spoke the right message. I guess we can connect that in the sense of just music and how that's what music does for me. You kind of oh, wow. like, you're just like, this is what I have to say. So I was helping people do that, which was really fun. And I think just being around um, just certain people and having interviewed, even interviewed like a lot of artists too for the magazine, it was kind of cool to be around them and see them on the shoots and just kind of pick their brain about their process of like songwriting. And we got to work with some cool people that I was a fan of. So maybe that kind of infiltrated my thought a little bit. Um, but I think overall, just working at an, like a creative, you know, quote unquote agency, you're around people who are just really talented and really like passionate at what they do. And to be honest, I wouldn't have traded those years working at the magazine, but it wasn't like my heartbeat, you know, like I wasn't yeah, like, I'm going to just correct this grammar so good. Like <laughs> I was just like, I was so, I was a fan of the people behind it more than like proper yeah more than proper do, messaging more than yeah. like doing the work yeah Which I, I mean i i can't relate to any of this because i i can't spell myself okay nor do i understand grammar yeah so i feel like i feel like i'm like wow no that's amazing mm-hmm. that you did that and yeah. you're saying you're like oh what's the passion i was like i can't even do it yeah let alone have passion for it i have so much respect for anyone like pulling and it's not just that it's like pulling the themes together mm-hmm. and it's not just saying like oh i can correct like mistakes right it's saying like hey, this doesn't fit what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Or if, you know, if we say it this way, then it really ties the whole thing together. Totally. Yeah. And you edited before that or was that, it was just yeah. kind of worked out? I was okay. a freelance writer. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It worked out. Who's the coolest person you got to meet while working at the magazine? I got to meet the girls from Say Lulu. They're really cool. Yeah. Yep. You got to catch up on the music here. I'm, I'm so behind on all the music that we're doing. As, as I'm like, I want to listen to Kanye West. <laughs> um, I got to meet Olivia Wilde, which was cool, and I'm I become good friends with her friends. So it's like it just it's cool to meet like people who are like real, and mm-hmm. it's Ellie does that. You're just kind of like, oh, cool. Yeah. Um, a lot. I can't. That's a good two. Yeah. That's two great people. Two, three total, yeah, if three, you really t- count. Three total, them. if yeah. you count the first yeah. ones too. Yeah. yeah. So I, you then move into. The music, and, and mm-hmm. you wrote for the Impact Issue, which is the most yes. recent yes. issue, the Shape Shift. And one of the things you talk about is the importance of being around other people who are successful in mm-hmm. your industry. Absolutely. You, like, to you, why is that so important? I think I think the intimidation is a clear sign that you care about something. Mm. You know, it's, it's like I'm never intimidated by someone who, like, has a husband <laughs> or, or, like, you know, has four dogs or, you know, what have you. I... I feel like I'm usually intimidated by people who like, you know, have a really hit single and no one knows who they are, but they have like millions of plays. And I'm like, whoa, how do they do that? But I'm also so encouraged by it. And I feel like I feel like the point of being in this city that's so, you know, creative, creative and and inspiring and really hustly, it's important to be around those people that are reaching just like you are 
because it grows you, you know, and it, and it challenges you and it kind of reminds you again, like of what you care about. I think there's like a certain ping that I feel for, like in my soul for like, Oh, I got to do that. I got to do that or do that better. And it's, yeah, it's kind of, it's, it's funny with the music industry too, because everyone's in a different path. There's no like answer. Cause I used to ask like, can I release this song and then go to the Grammys? How does that work? You know, yeah. does Drake yeah. want to meet with me? Is that possible? And I feel like I have such a clear idea of like what I want, but I know like the path is literally written with just like tons of way more talented people than I am. But until, until that point, I feel like it's super, super um, important to like kind of collect that and like hoard that wisdom. Cause I feel like people who are intimidating um, are, are really smart, are powerful in their own right. And I think you can gather something good from that. And do you re- react to like, cause when I think of intimidation, I, I think of like, it's almost hard to be yourself around that person. Mm. Like it's hard. Like mm. you're kind of just like staring around and you don't make eye contact yeah. and you like, you start dropping things. If like me, yeah. you like drop things. For sure. um, do you, do you, does it feel that way to you? Or you're That's more just awesome. like almost like in awe of like, Oh, like you just want to like pick at it and be like, how'd you do like, how'd you do this? Yeah, the, yeah, absolutely. I, I have to say this quick story because it's funny. Yeah. It was like the second day I moved to LA and I'm not used to like meeting people who are, who people, who are people I like watch or listen to. And the second day I go to a friend's show and she hasn't started singing yet. And so she introduces us to her friends. And I recall that this friend that I went to go see play, you know, she designs album covers for big artists or this one at least. And, um, she was like, this is so-and-so, 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 and this is Leslie, uh, Leslie Feist. And so I'm in this dark venue sweating because my hero, like my hero is, you know, she's next to me and I just shake her hand. And I run to the bar and I'm text. This is so embarrassing. and I don't want this live, but here it is because it'd be great for like down the road. Her and I are like in France talking about it. Yeah. So you remember that yeah, first remember time girl, that was crazy, so cute. Right. right? Yeah. And so I like... <laughs> I Googled how tall she was because she was like petite, like smaller than I imagined. That's your first thought is Google how tall well, she is? Well, I didn't know if it was her. I was like, is this her? Because I feel like my life was just like going so well so quickly in LA and that's like not real. So it was her and I talked to my roommate who brought me and I was just like, can I tell her that um, I love her writing and that she's very talented and I think her haircut is always supreme and she was just like, don't do it. And I'm like, we talked about it back and forth. And she just said, welcome to Los Angeles. You probably will see her again. She's like, she's a friend of a friend, like calm down. And I was like, for the love of Feist, I will calm down. So I I didn't give Feist the shake I was supposed to like back back in the day because the first song I heard was the one, two, three, four from the Mm -hmm. Apple Apple commercial. Which is a fair thing. Which is like a good song. And I then saw her. No, it wasn't her. I like I heard a couple more things. And then I was home. And at one point, and I put on the album Metals right mm-hmm. when it came out, and I was like, "Oh, yeah, she's amazing. She's crazy. Like, that album yeah. is so so good." And then also, I could be um, I could be off, but I think the guy who is her guitar player has his own band called Bahamas. Is that her guitar player? I it, love Bahamas. I thought it was that dude Alfie. I think used oh. to be in. Oh, interesting. Love yeah. Bahamas. So that was part of it because I think I'd heard that he was like I really liked him. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, "Oh, he's, he's awesome. a guitar player for Feist." And I was like, "Oh shoot!" Like, yeah, I should listen to Feist. Yeah. Like, if, 
because I liked him. Yeah. Yeah, but Metal's is an amazing album. Have you met Feist since? No. Oh, man. And she told me, like, be cool. You'll see Feist I again. Know. Come on. I I'm haven't. Not see it. I have not. But I feel, I feel confident about it. You feel confident? I feel like, you, like our timing will align again. Yeah. So here's the question, though. When you meet her again, are you going to be like, are you going to play it cool like you've already met? 100%. Or you, or you, okay. I'm going to say the name of the friend. I'm going to give her eye contact and be like, that was fun meeting you. It was so long ago. What are you up to? Dope. Let's go to my studio. Let's do a song. And then I could quit music because that's all I want. That's all I want right now. We're doing it. Yeah. Okay. So. Intimidation. We, we digress <laughs> yes, into we, we digress into intimidation. So you're saying like you you get like excited about, about meeting that person. Yeah. And so where are you at like right now? So I know you have more music coming out. You just came out with. At the time of recording this, you just came out with a music video, mm-hmm. but you're you're getting closer to coming out with an a f- EP. EP, yeah, yes, an EP is coming to if not a theater, a Spotify, but near a you. Spotify and iTunes near you on the 16th of August. And yeah, I've been working on this for a year, and I'm finally ready to <laughs> do something. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited. I mean, what have been the from the outside, I feel mm-hmm. like there have been some really good breaks so far. Like you've been on – before I knew that it was you singing, like I was on a Spotify playlist mm-hmm. that had you on it. And that's that's happened a couple times yeah. to me. Like what are the th- the positives that have happened since you kind of made the jump and went after this? Mm-hmm. Like personally or like professionally? Like or? professionally, I would say, yeah. Yeah, I think that for me it's gotten me into a lot of studios to songwrite. And I think that's my like ultimate goal to songwrite for other people – also, but for me first, because you know me, me, me. me but me, me. but I have gotten to just work with really talented people who are intimidating, right? Like it's this last guy I worked with is like, you know, a lot of the guys I've worked with are like SoundCloud DJs who are really talented, and but they're like twenty and they're gonna they won't listen to podcasts, but they're like twenty and they're just like twenty and there's no intimidation. Talented, but I'm like cool. Let's just do this. But I had my first one with like a a, a guy who's a seasoned producer. And uh, it took me like forever to get like something down on paper. But when I did, it was awesome. So anyways, I feel like getting, you know, some attention and some some movement with my music has really, really given me confidence to kind of be like, well, I've already chosen this like ridiculous career path. I should probably just do it with confidence because it's a wasting time otherwise. And so, yeah, it's been really cool to be on the Spotify playlists. Mm -hmm. And, um, and does that exposure help? Like, do you notice a bump in exposure from that? One thousand percent. Yeah. The plays are insane. Like, the plays help so much. Um, and it helps with, you know, monetary reasons for monetary reasons. Yeah. And it, it also is a great, like, PR piece for, like, my one sheet. You know, being on Spotify playlists is like a lot of the PRs, p- publicists, like, advice. Like, you got to get on, on the Spotify playlist. And that's pretty good. So, so, yeah. How is it? When was the first time you performed live? I performed live, I think my first show was The Spare Room at the Roosevelt. Wow. How did you yeah. feel? Was that, and was that the first time you'd ever done anything no. that was like public? Like, so you had performed before? You'd done once, like public speaking? Once before. Once before. In a previous It's life. a long story, okay. but, but it was with like, for my mom. <laughs> okay, cool. For her show, for like Vietnamese people. Okay. And it was hysterical. <laughs> she was like, baby, just sing for me like before I sing. And I'm like, mom, they don't know English. But I love you, and I can't buy you a beach house, and you never ask me for anything, so I'm gonna sing for you. I'll sing this. Song. So that was my first show, but my first like official show was at the spare room. How that? Were you nervous beforehand, or were you good? Oh, I was like not. I didn't know what to do with my hands. I was just like didn't let go of the mic. I didn't like. I was just nervous. I was so nervous. I think performance is so 
is so underrated and so difficult if you're not like natural at, at being in front of people. I was getting used to singing in front of people. So I had to also move. That was like a ridiculous task of me. So my first show was a small, it was a small venue. So it felt packed, which is great. And I succeeded in terms of like remembering my words. That's, that's the first step. Yeah, absolutely. But I would say, um, I have transformed into a butterfly ever since (laughs) because I just think about that show and I'm like, that was, that was special. Yeah. But that was my first show. So have you gotten much more comfortable with it yeah, now? Yeah. I like moonwalk on stage now. I'm just like living life. Yeah. You're, and I feel like it's always like, oh, they like me the more I am myself. Yeah. Right? It's such a bummer. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> I think before my first show, I was like talking to a friend and I was literally saying, I'm just going to be like super just like moody and cold and like leave after a show. And I like tried that once and it was like not good. And then I, the next show I was like, making jokes in between songs and i'm just like shut up be cool but then it's just you can't you really can't yeah do that yeah so <laughs> you can't you can't if you're me because i'm like yeah. yeah i keep talking yeah you're just like i need to keep i need to fill this silence yeah do you play with a live band or do you play is it like track okay yeah i play cool. with a, like two guys uh drummer and keys player at least that's someone to like interact with 100 while you're up there versus i can't imagine machine, if you're up there like... by yourself you're like next to you're next to an ipod and yeah. you play on your <laughs> just... track like oh, i'll sing this yeah, i'll sing this now yeah that's not gonna happen so do you like when you went head first into music did you change the way you were then like listening to other people's music were you like oh geez i gotta get inspired now like i gotta go like respect like respect the people who came before me or were you or were you like i don't want to listen to a bunch of stuff because then i'm gonna sound like them right. like i can't listen to banks because i don't want right. to sound like banks right. or like i can't listen to all these people yeah. i like. like how did you treat mm-hmm. the like that i guess it's almost like research totally. to me. it seems That's like a good it. question yeah i'm a researcher okay oh my gosh i think that it's i have a lot of friends who are musicians and i'm like who are you listening to like i don't know and I like roll my eyes like deeply and I'm I'm like, oh, that's great. You know what the answer is? Bye. Kanye West? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like Kanye, Chance the Rapper. I'm like, yes, I agree to all those things. But I'm always listening to, to you know, what's present and what's working and what is getting high in numbers. I, I want to make popular music, not necessarily poppy music, you know. And I, and I think there's a shift happening now too with like the type of music that's on the radio. I feel like I've... I've heard, you know, like people like Flume and you're like, whoa, he's on the radio. That's, that's cool. That's like in my neighborhood, like I can reach it and it's not too like obscure. Yeah. And so I think that comes with researching and hearing new music and keeping up though. It's a lot of work and it's not natural for people to like be on top of what's what, but I'm like a creep and I love like, I love seeing trends and, and like seeing data on like spot, you know, I'm a creep. No, I, I think that's Flume. It seems like is one that I just... Like, I had heard songs before, but I was yeah. just kind of like, oh, no, I'm going to listen to this album. At the same time as Clams Casino, who I put them in the mm-hmm. same, like, the same genre mm-hmm. of, like, producers who are just getting a lot of great guests to yeah. come in and, and do stuff. But they have, like, unifying themes totally. between between what they're doing. Um, but, yeah, that's so, that's so interesting to me because I always wonder when artists, you know, what you listen to, how you listen to it. Because I feel like being someone who um, – I, I, whenever I play stuff, like, mm-hmm. so like casually, it was like, oh, I played, like I started when I was a kid, I played saxophone. Yeah. And then when That's you're awesome. older, you realize it's like a lame instrument. So you're like, oh, I got to learn guitar. Right. But then you always played whatever you listened to. Mm-hmm. 
you're like, and to me at the time that was, and I keep making, like all my music references are terrible for this episode, but like Dashboard Confessional, like that I was like, Dashboard. when I was younger, that was like That was my screen gym. name. My screen name. Was that really your screen yeah, name? Yes, so I won't tell you the whole thing, but it was, but it was uh, 90% of my screen name had Dashboard, Dashboard Confessional in it. So sweet. So, um, but like, yeah, so that's what I knew mm-hmm. how to play. And when, if I ever wanted to be like, oh, I should write something. Like I should totally. write, my, like I would write something like Dashboard mm-hmm. Confessional, but you know, uh, a terrible version yeah. of that. Right. So I was, I've always found it interesting just how that inspiration is found and how you make sure that you don't and you could like relate that to marketing or anything mm-hmm. like you see a good idea and people are like uh you can't just do the exact right. same thing right right as opposed to i don't know trying to put your own spin on it mm-hmm. so diving more into that i'm going to go back to that intimidation tactic but pull it out of your industry is that something you've always had is it something that when you were working at the magazine you also looked for is it something that's popped up more recently for you you know, there's like always someone better, right? And being in the magazine industry, it's like, who's the better hairstylist? Who's the better stylist? Who's the better model? Who's the better writer? It's it's crazy. And it's it's a sign of growth because I feel like we've worked with so many different people, you know, in the magazine. And as we grew, it's, you know, your, your taste levels kind of go higher and your credibility rises and all those good things happen. And so it's a good sign of something becoming more what legitimate and... Um, like with has entitlement and in a good way, of course. And I think for me, I was just a big witness of, of what that looked like and just kind of wanting to be in that like level, you know, um, whether it's, you know, like I wanted to be like the best managing editor, but it was more like being a better writer. Even that even helped me try to like write my own thing, um, and write better and, and, and more impressively. So yeah, I think it's never, it wasn't like a thing that was always on my mind. Like, intimidation and who but I'm very observant and I feel like moving to LA it was just such a rich dense like circle of like people doing everything and so in ways I think I came into the city feeling yeah like feeling I had no idea what I was doing I was the first employee of the magazine so that was just like cool like who trusts me you're insane bless your heart and so I think I came into it just feeling like 1000% unprepared so I think that was my posture in the beginning of this of this journey, like living in Los Angeles. Yeah, I mean, but that's probably a better way to approach it than like I know everything, right? Yeah, which like, now that's how I feel. Which is now right. after a year of doing so it, it's like uh, less know, tiring for where, sure. Where I'm at, yeah. What are you excited about right now for like in your career in yeah. music? I'm so excited for something to happen. <laughs> you know, I think. Well, what's that mean? Though? What does it <laughs> right. mean for something to happen? Yeah. Gosh, I mean. You know, it's exciting. I get to release an EP in a couple of weeks. I'm working on my full length now. It's more like, I don't know, I think parts of me, excitement is like, oh, I get to go away to Paris for a month to to finish my full length. That would be cool. Or if I, you know, got a really cool collaboration with, you know, one of my heroes or something, which I'm working on right now, trying to figure out which producers and which like artists to kind of like team up with for the full length. Like that'd be exciting. There's a lot of like things in the air. I could see it. But it's like, but I can't, like, I'm, I'm not sure if it recognizes me, you know, like yeah. I see it and I'm like, Hey, I got, you know, come over here. And they're like, who are you? Do the producers bring the collaborations? Is that what it is? Or is it you have, you kind of can convince a collaborator because of a producer? I think both. Okay. Yeah. I think both for sure. Okay. And so, yeah, I think it'd be more just like my excitement is circling around. You know, I keep saying this, putting a lot of pressure on me unintentionally, but I feel like this is the year for something. So I don't know what that is. 
Yeah, but but it's, but it's something. But something. But something exciting. Yeah. And is the goal now? And I think the um, the general consumer notices this more. The idea of like being independent versus signed. Like, mm-hmm. is the goal to just be like, I want to get signed. Like, I need someone to no. pay me to do this full time. Or is the goal to say like, how do I transform this into? Yeah a job or like a sustaining career for myself? It's so stressful, that question, because I truly have not heard anyone say, we are thriving with our label, but they're able to, you know, go on tour and they're able to, you know, make music uh, easier. It's easier for them to get into the studio because that costs money and, and such. So for me, I'm not definitely like a no label gal, but I do understand the importance of taking my time with that. And I think it's changing. I think there are really cool, like, sub, sub-labels doing cool things. Um, but, you know, if Capital's, like, come to our office, I was like, I'd be like, yes, I will, I'm going to Snapchat this yeah, whole like, time. I'm, I'm going to gram now. it. Yeah, like, for sure. Yeah. So there's, there's, like, there's a name behind those things. And I like that aspect, too, because it, again, gives you clout and, and it gives you confidence and stuff. But I, yeah, I think the things that I want to do require um, – support yeah they require some type of outside yeah. support that yeah way. so you you talked about you know you get to pick a little bit of the producers you work with and yeah. like p- potentially getting these collaborations can i like who is that I'm, I'm, i would say dream collaborator but i i guess i mean more like accessible dream <laughs> collaborator right yeah like right now is there is there someone an artist that you're like i feel like we would vibe um that is so fun and terrifying to think about i would have to say Go back to Feist. Just like try to be more original, Trace. Yeah. Um, I would – I mean I've always wanted to work with like Kendrick Lamar. That's not accessible at all. But we're both we're both born in 87. I, we, we, we could share That's jerseys a... and beanies together. Okay. And, you know, we just – and he like is so spiritual and like is just like a dope dude. I just feel like we have the same thought. Like if he gave you the chance, <laughs> like he would be into if it. Kendrick – texted me if he texted you he would be into it yeah yeah so if like for someone who hasn't heard a song of yours yet yeah but they're about to go listen to a bunch right now after this podcast how do you describe and i'm so sorry for this question because i'm sure you've answered it before like how do you describe your sound if you were either relating it to moods or artists that exist you can describe it anyway yeah yeah i think um i would describe my music as extremely moody like you're really sad you're very upset about something, but you're dancing. You're just kind of moving. You know, I, I used to coin it and I hate it now because I'm evolving, but I used to coin it as like lonely with a beat, which is kind of fun. Yeah, that's cool. It's pretty like you could visualize it, like just me by myself dancing. That's my music. But I would just say it's um, it's like very, it's like bedroom sad girl pop. And I'm just trying to be me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> just trying You're to be like, me. This is me. This is who I am. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My music reflects me. So what are the names of the Spotify playlist that it's on? Uh, Which, chill. Yeah. Okay. So that gives a clue. Chill vibes. Yeah. Is chill, it chill vibes? vibes. It's probably chill vibes. Like that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. You're like, so if you're in chill vibes, like you might, you might run yeah. across my song. Yeah. Cool. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Well, one more question yes. before we let you go, because this is like, we've talked about now, I think we've shot around some obscure, some dream and some massive going back <laughs> to dream kind of inaccessible collaborators. Let's say you're sat across from Beyonce. Like okay. You're sat across from the queen herself. What do you ask her? Or what do you say to her? You don't have to act cool in the situation if you don't want to. Perfect. Right? Not, not like a feist where you're like, oh, totally. yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. 
One question? Whatever. Or just whatever? Well, I mean, you could say the question that you hope is segueing you into like, you know, full friendship. Too, right. But totally. I guess it's really how do you want to approach this? Right. I think it's more like how much do you think about what you're doing? I think that she's brilliant. I think that I respect her. But I'm like, do you really think about it? Or does your team think how about it? How big is your marketing like, team? Like, yeah. Like, do yeah. You, what is it? What, what's the percentage of just like that is literally like in the back of my head and this is what you're saying? That's yeah. a good question because, yeah, because you always wonder, you're like, is this planned? Was it this or did you yeah. like put it out and what people latched on to? Yeah. You like then took that and, and I wouldn't it. And I wouldn't see her any differently either. I would be like, dope. If it was like planned, I'm like, great. Then that is smart and businesslike and I'm into it. And if it was like really, really her, I'd be like, great. Do you want to grab, you know, sushi? Do you yeah. like sushi? Be my Do second question. Like yeah. Like, would you, you know, like to grab Would some? you like, Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thanks for taking the time. I know we're going to play a song of yours to end this podcast if you want to introduce it for us. Sure. This song is called Honey, and you can watch me in a pool. I want to take that out. Yeah. Actually, I don't. It's kind of funny. My music video is out for Honey, so you can watch it and listen to it at the same time and just feel the immense loneliness drown you. Um, But I hope you like it. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Thanks. Maybe.